Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Thanks to Bespoke Post for supporting the morning stream. Bespoke Post is a monthly subscription service that sends themed boxes. They partner with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you unique items every month to get 20% off your first monthly box. When you sign up, go to boxofawesome.com and enter the promo code TMS at checkout. Coming up on TMS, welcome to Ham Pass. Freddy versus Jason Ritter. Morris Code Vibrator. Bear breasts and buttocks. Sponge off a dude. Is Tom buzzing out loud? HTML is a series of tubes. Carrying the corpse of Harrison Ford. Earth, the monkey planet. I want to be handled by Japanese and Korean. Spread my DM into the world. Ogres and magic women. British garden shitstorm. Having a second bowl of cereal with jury and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I hope you go camping and get f- by an angry moose. You expect me to believe one man done this? Greetings, Earth Lady. May I interest you in some guacamole? This is the morning stream. And welcome back to the morning stream. It's TMS for October 26th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, look, it was a, it was a crazy night. We, I was supposed yeah. to be up late playing a video game. I didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yeah. I went to bed and uh, yeah. very excited, though, because the, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game is uh, receiving uh, pretty high reviews across the board. And, uh, for sure. Yeah, seems all right. You played for an hour and a half this morning. I did, yeah. I, I uh, had a great time. It was all tutorial mission, and um, but it introduces you to the the play style. You, you know, you're always Peter Quill, but yeah. you um, you tell your buddies, you tell Gamora, Groot, Trax, and Rocket to do things that help you out. Right. And uh, one of the best things is uh, what's called a huddle. And so you're you're in the middle of a fight, and people, and you're all losing. You huddle up, and you have to figure out which motivating speech to give your team oh, to great. not only restore their health, but also give them a uh, damage boost. That's fantastic. <laughs> I understand that. So the combat system is a little bit like the remake of Final Fantasy VII, where you kind of—it's not like pausing to make mm-hmm. to tell someone to do something, but time right. kind of slows down or something. It slows down, yeah, exactly, yeah. which is cool. That's really yeah. cool. I'm very excited. I, I'm just a good just way to do it. Otherwise, you could just treat it as a pause and say, "Okay, yeah. catch my breath. <laughs> uh, you go over there." Yeah, 
I mean, just yeah. hearing that Square made a like a really cool IP game based on Guardians just is a very happy feeling. So I'm it excited. is, and it makes me feel better after that uh, that Avengers game that was such a disappointment. Yeah, bit of such a, an unfortunate disappointment. Bit, bit of a grind that game. A, a lot, grind. yes. God. All right. Well, I'll be playing that later. I got to get a film sack in at some point because we're doing film sack early this week. Yeah. <laughs> we got quite the week coming up. Um, Freddy versus the Jason. Yeah. You already watched it or no? I did. Watched it last night. Yeah. And uh, boy, is it garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah. The weirdest thing, though. Yeah. Oh, not a, No, not a spoiler. The weirdest thing is seeing uh, a young, a younger, because this is what, a 2000. 2001 2003 something yeah yeah somewhere around there early 2000s uh so it's not that long ago but a jason ritter without longer hair and and any facial hair of any sort oh and he looks like uh he looks like kind of a goober does he look like john ritter his dad he doesn't no okay no he looks like uh standard uh young adult playing teenager uh in a horror movie, <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't walk in on Chrissy while she's changing or anything like that. <laughs> he doesn't uh, stumble and drop a bunch of plates and then manage to catch them all and, and fool Mister Furley. Oh, no, it's too no, bad. No. It's too yeah. bad. Sad to hear that. Uh, all right, I didn't even know Jason Ritter was in this, so this is. I didn't either. So it was like, wait a minute, I know that guy, and yeah, He's yeah. Good. There's there's a couple people like that. Kelly Rowland is in there, and um, there's a dude who plays a cop that you feel like you've seen in everything and oh, i looked really? him up and it's like yeah okay didn't know this guy by name but I've seen him in everything in oh yeah room. and and lots of uh lots of boobs oh uh as as referenced by the parents guide on imdb that that is one of the funniest things i've ever read oh yeah that was great Re- uh we should yeah. read a couple of these these are fantastic uh i should look them up again <laughs> next week up. but let's see they're right in fact okay here they are we put them in disc or in uh yeah discord yesterday here yes. it is. One of them is a young boy lies on a floor, bare buttocks. He is dead. Yeah, no, no punctuation or anything. A boy lies, a young boy lies on a floor, bare buttocks. He is dead. It's great. How about this one? Uh, man, man and, and woman, woman yeah. make out for five seconds tops. tops. <laughs> you think it's actual parents who write this, or just some idiot who writes this? Some- I don't know. I don't know who it is. Uh, I, there was one I didn't put in there that I that I'm going to pull up right now. And and uh, uh, here we go. Let's see. Parents <laughs> really good, parents funny. Good, parents good. I love that. It, it's it's such a treasure trove. I don't know what draws me to always look at those. Yeah. But it's uh, yeah, because it's it's completely crowdsourced. It's completely, you know, everybody getting to say what they want to describe the nudity in, in whatever way they want. All right, here mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Um, nude woman, nude woman is shown at night period. Her bare breasts are visible period. No other nudity, but breasts double exclamation point. <laughs> wow. Think of all the parents who are so thankful for this incredible bit of information they just received. Yes. That's fantastic. Uh, there is tons of bare buttocks shown in this film from both woman and men. Ooh, both woman and men? Both woman and men. Wow, that's a lot of bare buttocks. Uh, I hate the term buttocks. hate it. Yeah, I do too, yes. hate it. Just say A young butts. man talks about having paid for sex. Oh, thanks for that warning. Whoa. Was that Jason Ritter? No, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, it was uh, uh, a kid who was on... A kid who later was on, um, oh, what was the show? 
was one like, oh yeah, okay, I remember that guy. Uh, uh, I'll pull it up. Mash. Pull it up. Uh, everybody loves Raymond. Uh, yeah, yeah. I said later. I said later. He was oh, on later, the show. Chris, later. Chris Marquette, yeah. who um, was on Barry as uh, uh, as Chris Lucado. Like you'd recognize him. You'd recognize him when you see him. Chris Marquette. Chris Marquette. Oh yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. But then again, he's another one of these that's like super young actor in this thing for whatever reason even though it was only 18 years ago 17 years ago yeah well i mean yeah i don't true. like how guess... long ago 2000 is now it's really no that's weird. true it it feels longer it, it sounds longer ago than it actually is yeah i don't like anything about it to be honest it's all very annoying <laughs> to me he's in that new fugitive tv show i don't know how that is yeah anyone watch that i don't know i haven't seen that i i started watching something got into it for the first episode and then decided, well, I'm going to look and see because uh, it was recommended to me on Netflix hmm. and then got into Rotten Tomatoes to see if if it's if it's good and maybe I should have done that beforehand. I enjoyed the first episode, went to Rotten Tomatoes, like, yeah, about a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, oh, do I continue with this? I've done that, yeah. and Because you think yeah. your, your own instincts are good right then. You're like, oh, yeah, this seems fine. Let's, yeah. let's get in. And then you find out the rest of the world hates it and you're like, oh. I know, I know. I think I'm going to continue with it. I'm not sure it'll, it'll be a uh, recommendal, but it's called Clickbait. And if there's anybody in the chat room who's watched it, it's got Zoe Kazan and Ura. Uh, yeah, Zoe Kazan in it, um, who I really, really like. I heard good things about that. I heard that was good. Clickbait? Yeah. It's it's a great premise. It's a very, very cool premise. But the but, Rotten Tomatoes uh, is low, eh? Low Tomatoes? Uh yeah, let's see. Claire Gack says it's terrible. Never seen it though. Oh. Okay, thanks, Claire. Great. That helps. That helps Very a lot. Hel- helpful. Yeah, the Irish will always help you out of a pit if you're stuck. They'll get you. They'll yeah. fix you right. Sidian now. says I think it falls off at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna keep watching because now I'm curious. I want to see how it ends. Oh, it's got that um, Adrian Griner who was uh, Vinny Chase on Entourage, the the main. The star that everyone that has the entourage. Oh, oh, the kid. I never saw entourage, but I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky. You never uh, saw entourage. Am I? I, ne- I just never, yeah. it never crossed my radar. I never. You I didn't want to see a bunch of uh, bros uh, sponge off a, a dude and. Uh... No. Okay. You, right. you had me at sponge off a dude. I don't want that. I don't. I don't sponge want off a dude. Yeah. Parents guide. Three yeah. men sponge off a dude. <laughs> Bare buttocks are shown. That's right. <clears throat> Red Fraggle mentions Dope Sick. I do want to see that, the Michael Keaton yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes. Been hearing great things about that. It's Michael Keaton. It's Michael F. and Keaton. Yeah, he, he's great, and uh, yeah, I'm hearing good things about that. Well, I got something good I'd like to read to you, okay? Oh, please do. Yes. <clears throat> I'm under the impression that I may have received the greatest spam message in the history of the medium. Really? Right? Okay. Wow. I received this over Twitter as a DM. My DMs okay. are open, so people can, you know, whoever wants to can they just send me a Slipped into your DMs, and what is slide? They slid slide. into your DMs? Yeah, That's the slid. phrase? Yeah. yeah, this guy slid. I assume it's a guy. Maybe a robot, for all I know. But uh-huh. uh, this this entity slid into my DM, DMs and uh, said the greatest thing I've ever heard. Now, there's some people at home, and myself included, I don't like talking about I try to keep politics out of the main show now, like completely, if, we, if if possible. Sure, this isn't sure. political. Well, it is Tuesday, and right, right, right. All bets are off when jury's on. That's true. That, that, that's true. That you know that uh, that's our carte blanche to say, yeah, whatever we talk about is is open. Yeah, but keep in mind 
that this is not a political thing I'm about to read. It just mentions a name that will okay. be that is politically inciting. And that's all. Okay, <laughs> so it's fine. It's it's not a political post. I just want that to be clear. You don't have to mute or go away. But I am going to say Let's a name see if here. I could guess what that name is. I am I am going to do. I am going to say that person's name, and but that's all the reference there is. Okay. Okay. All right. Other than it adds to the weirdness because some of it doesn't make any sense. All right, so I get this thing from someone named Nico Cat, but most of the uh, the header is in a different language. Actually, it looks like two different languages, two different mm-hmm. character types, Asian character types. And I'm not even sure which okay. which is which. Right. But anyway, it says this. Oh, you know what I need for this? I need some background music that's perfect for this. Hold on. Okay, uh, let's do this right here. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Claire Gag points out that yeah. Nico is uh, Japanese for cat, so it's kind of redundant. Nico oh, cat, cat, cat. Okay, wonderful. That makes it even weirder. Uh-huh. Weird, yeah. even weirder. You think this thing's gonna be weird? This is even weirder. All right, here we go. I'm gonna play this. Whoops. All right, I'm not gonna do it in the cadence of Dear Martha, but this is the music we're using. Okay. Trump was brainwashed by Abe, so he cannot political <laughs> task. Please cooperate me. Please cut down Trump, Trump's Twitter account. He is handled by Japanese Korean. If he do political task, our Earth will be the monkey planet. <laughs> Japanese and Korean use Kodoku easily. This is a brainwash poison. Almost all famous people were brainwashed by the poison already. Probably 100%. Everyone must know this fact. If you have a business... You must use email and telephone only. Don't meet with them personally. They are professional prisoner and poisoner and handler. Warning. For example, Japanese Yomuri newspaper use this poison easily. Korean women too in all caps. This is a love potion. He never escaped from her for life. For example, Miss T Roke in nightclub. <laughs> I'm reading it as is. Miss R hold a PhD and so on. They have many kind of brainwash potions. These potions power are much very strong. Macron has been handled by Japanese and Korean too. Merkel has been handled by Japanese and Korean too. Probably how Trudeau. Can get, how can I get handled yeah, by how do you Japanese? get handled by Japanese and Korean? Probably Trudeau too. Probably Modi too. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Please, please tell the people are. Uh, please tell the people who are completely unaware this fact, and spread S P R E. Sorry, S P R E D. There's no way. Okay, good. Uh, spread this fact all over world. Let's release human beings from the control of brainwash. It's <laughs> pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Yeah. That's uh wow. They they almost got some words in there in the right place in the right tense and uh Yeah, almost. Not quite, but almost. Yeah. Somebody missed uh conjunction junction. What's yeah. your function? <laughs> so I I of course was a jerk about this and replied. Um here what did I say? I said uh cuz I wanted to see how far I could take it, right? Yeah, sure. So he sent the first one and there's a whole second one and I said, I must know more. Tell me more. I said in all caps. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and then he said, let's see. We must eradicate brainwash poison before everything else. We must eradicate brain, wash brain poison, uh, mm. user master, before anything else. If you cannot understand what I am saying, you have been brainwashed already. 
this person says. Uh, oh. The people who have been brainwashed escape from brain, this brainwash prison problem. The person, or no, the, and the final thing he says, uh, the people who have been brainwashed already cannot explain rationality when they escape from this brainwash poisons problem. Uh, and then I said, Boy. what can I do in all caps? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah. and now yeah. your, your, uh, your, 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 your uh, name, screen name is getting shared among the, the group. Oh, we've got a live one. Good. Excellent. Yep. Keep going. Then Keep he going. says, I want you spread my DM all over world. Except China. I have left this problem in China to Shuzu and Okazan already. Okazan is very nice and I trust him. This is secret. I said, you must hurry. Tell me more before it's too late. (laughs) And he says, I don't know you. I must spread this fact quickly. I said, burn it all down. (laughs) He said, question mark. My English level is poor. But probably thank you. And that's where it ends. Bonk. Nice. Wow, that's great. Yeah. What a wonderful you, exchange. You kinda you kinda kit bogged uh with with DMs. Yeah, a little bit. There's that's a good way of yeah. putting it. But uh yeah, they, they whoever that is, um uh, I don't think you strung along are hearing this, but you're great. Whoever you are, you're great. And I appreciate the exchange. I'm sure eventually there would have been some sort of fishing attempt or you know, they were they were oh, just absolutely. waiting. Absolutely. But yeah. uh I, ain't, I don't fall for that sort of thing. By, <laughs> by Dr. Johnson's brainwash tonic. It's available now. At, <laughs> or later, wash brain tonic. Because the guy That's can't right, wash brain straight. tonic, yes. Uh, CVS. <laughs> fantastic work. Uh, all right. Also, uh, so last night at 4 o'clock in the morning, I was sleeping really good. I was like, man, I'm tired at like 10. I'm going to bed. I should mm-hmm. play Guardians, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to. I'm going to go to bed and exactly what I did. try to get a good night's sleep for once. Because I haven't had many lately. Don't know why. There's been sure, storms. Sure. It rained like a wild thing today. Um, also, that little bit of carpet's <laughs> wet again. So now I'm starting to think it had something oh. to do with the rain. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. now we're seeing a little pattern. So rain and uh, yeah, you got a leak. Makes me nervous. So we're going to figure that out today. But uh, uh, what was my point? Oh, so at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning, I wake up to the following sound. Like that. Hmm. Okay. And I kind of ignore it thinking I was just in a weird dream. And about 10 minutes later, and it sounds like a phone, but in a certain pattern. Right. But I look over and it's not my phone. My phone's not buzzing. Okay. Mm-hmm. My iPad's not buzzing. Buzzing. Nothing's, bu- I don't have anything to buzz over there. Sure. Sure. Keep but something's hurt. buzzing out loud. Is, something's is buzzing problem. out loud. Tom Merritt hiding under the bed. Uh, <laughs> and it's, Kim hears it and goes, what is that? I go, I don't know. Is it your phone? She's like, no. And we hear it a third time and we can't sleep now because it's weirdness out. Yeah. And I'm up like looking around. I got my flashlight. I'm like, what is making the sound? We never find it. It never, we still don't really? know what was So you buzzing. still don't know where it, what it is. Oh, man. No, but we're pretty sure it was like SOS type signal. Oh, like. Yes. Yes. And it, we had one of those the day we had the earthquake. And I don't remember. I think it was our phones, though, that did it. Yeah. But this, in this case, neither of our phones were doing it. So it's entirely possible. I'm hearing Carter's phone, which is on a table somewhere, which is reverberating in such a way it sounds like it's in the room. Or maybe I'm hearing something outside. <laughs> I don't know. But all I know is because of this, I was up all night. I couldn't go back to sleep uh, because I was yeah. freaking out. And it sounded like... SOS Morse code style code. Right, right. 
And it was pouring rain during this. Like, I'm, we're getting the whatever that monsoon that hit California is hitting us now. It's coming over here. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're supposed to get it uh, by the end of the week. Yeah, you'll be getting it, too. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll try to take the yeah. brunt if we can help it. Please do. Yeah, yeah, use up as much of it as you can before it get, comes over the mountains to us, please. Yeah. I'll do all I can to uh, suck the wind out maybe of Maybe it was, you know, Morse code telling you that... Uh, uh, Black Bart's coming over the hill in a in, in the next train, and uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> gather mean, the <laughs> gather the troops. Part of it was like, part of me was like, well, okay, if it's if it's for the storm, maybe that would make sense. There'd be a, a, a oh yeah, some right, kind of like, standard uh, warning for storm watch. Right, the National Weather Service has issued a thunderstorm warning or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but normally that yeah. but that would come to my phone. My phone has no notifications of that. Of that, it also wasn't buzzing when I'm hearing the buzzing. And right. her phone wasn't either. And it was in that rhythmic, you know, kind of thing. And I don't, so I still, I'm out of it. I don't have an answer. I don't know what to even and think about it. definitely sounded like it was in the room. Yeah, it absolutely did. Now, I, I, I'm i fully aware that sound can like throw itself depending on, you know, sure. frequency. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things it could be. It could be outside for all I know, because I got a window right there next to me and there could have been a neighbor being weird. I don't know. But it did absolutely sound like it was coming not just from the room, but from somewhere on my side of the bed. Did so uh, yeah? Did Nick Fury at some point give you a secret pager that, <laughs> no. uh, to use in an emergency? If uh... <laughs> no, is that by the way? Would that be? Would that have been a scene from uh, uh, Captain oh, Marvel? Yeah, that'd be that'd be a scene from a movie you haven't seen. Yeah. That's right, yes. I knew it was Marvel though, because because that was the whole. Well, you see it at the end of Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that pager. Yeah, when they're getting dusted, it's right there. So I, right. I made I made an assumption, but yes, I still have that sh- thing of shame. I need to watch it. But anyway, I still yeah. don't. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't like it. And then when we come down and find a little dampness down here, I'm all, I'm all kinds of paranoid. Yeah. Ah. All right. There's yeah. That story. No, that's that's weird. Uh, I had I had a less weird day. I mean, I still I slept really well. I was going to do the Guardians thing last night myself, but. Um, Yesterday did a uh, 30 minutes in front of the fitness Apple TV Plus thing, Fitness Plus, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. and um, and then immediately decided, oh, I'm exhausted from doing that. Um, I'm going to go outside and deal with the leaves because we've had some wind. Our tree is probably, maybe has about a quarter of its leaves still on there, and the rest of them are all on our uh, on our grass. Sure. I thought, all right, I'll go deal with that now. And I decided to do something that the neighbor, the crazy neighbor Dave, had done. Mm. And he swears by it. And I think, ah, that can't be the most efficient way to do it. So uh, what he does, and what I did yesterday, is I take our leaf blower. Mm-hmm. I start at one end of the lawn. And then I go back and forth and, and like basically move all the leaves onto the sidewalk and then the street. Oh, okay. then I get out the lawnmower yeah. and put a bag attachment on the back of it and go back and forth over the pile of leaves and vacuum the leaves, basically, and vacuum the leaves. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, cause they're all going in the bag. Um, and then when that thing fills up, dump it in a garbage bag, keep doing that and then keep blowing it back into a little central circle or a central little, little pile. Um, until all that's left on the street is just a little bit of leaf dust. Yeah. Now, uh, the whole thing, the whole process took about an hour and I think I could have raked them and put them into a bag a lot, a lot quicker. Here's where things were way more, uh, efficient. And, and Bobby asks, why not just run them over the yard? Because I don't want those little crunched up leaf pieces that don't go into the bag in the lawn, um, causing, uh, um, 
there's like a thing that that if you get too much of that in your in your lawn, it mats the grass down when the snow comes and the rain comes and uh, uh, mats that like it, it keeps the grass from going the right way. Oh, and, interesting. And does a, yeah. we, we do that very thing. I we wondered mow. that. I wondered that myself if we could do that. Yeah, we, we, mow, that we literally do that. We mow them up like we're mowing. We, we raise the blade some so we're not just like, yeah. you know, wrecking the, the, the whatever length we are on the lawn, but we just basically vacuum it up that way. And as far yep. as I know, we've never had any problems, but I was also curious yeah, no, about that. We, yeah. Um, we had, uh, basically we did that one year, right? Where we just mowed it and all the leaf pieces went back in. And then we ended up having to dethatch the lawn the, the following spring because all that stuff matted the grass down to the point where it grew and kind of retangled itself. So wait, did you use a bag kind of or you guys just mow and let the pieces stay? Like just mulch We it used up? a bag. Like when we, when we did the backyard this last time, we used the bag. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. No, and I and you know people are like, oh yeah, no, it's uh, uh, the leaves are good for the grass. They are to some degree, but not not all the leaves. Not, not in <laughs> volume. Want. Yeah. Some leaves and some leaf crunchings are, are fine, but uh, yeah. yeah, the year that we decided we would just mow the lawn and get the leaf pieces that way, we ended up having to thatch the next year. We never did that again. We haven't had to dethatch or or uh, is it just thatching or is it dethatching? Dethatch. Anyway, d something. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Thatching. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I core. Yeah. Grass needs sun. Leaves block sun. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. Sure. Uh, so anyway, I'm not sure if it's the most efficient way to do things. It's the way we decided to try it. It took a little bit longer than I thought it would, but, uh, um, but boy, it is satisfying. It's like one of those YouTube videos of satisfying things to watch. Oh yeah. And and the the leaf blower, you know, just moving a whole wall of leaves towards the towards the street Ooh, very very yeah. satisfying you should have moved them all to dave's yard that's what you should have done just dump right into dave's yard that's what i, I could have. well and and he's and i'm looking at it right now the wind's blowing and our leaf our lawn is getting covered with leaves and it's blowing from his tree <laughs> oh, it's all coming and, from, yeah that's yeah. the other problem is you do this and then you think all right i think that might be the last big one and then a big wind thing comes through and now you're all covered in leaves again you gotta do it that's all right again. his his tree is a little bit healthier than ours and he still has i would say half of his tree still has leaves on it some green a lot of them are yellow and then there's a lot on the ground but i think we're going to be doing this a a few more times maybe he and i just need to get together and do it simultaneously Mm. get it all both of our yards out to the street and then that's probably where the efficiency comes but here's here's the best part is now i have garbage bags that are like 80 pounds because they are all the most compressed (laughs) tiniest leaf pieces (laughs) as opposed to yeah they're uh, heavy they're dense they are dense, yeah, man. Because you can fit you so them. much more in there yeah. now, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, you ever, okay, I feel this temptation almost every time I look at my yard. Uh-huh. But I am tempted every year after a bunch of dealing with grass in the late summer and trying to conserve water and have yellow splotches where the water's not reaching and all that. And then you got leaves to deal with in the fall mm-hmm. and all that. And mm-hmm. then the winter comes, and you're like, man, that snow really sat in that corner for too long and that sort of thing. Every year I go, Maybe we should just zero scape the shit, you know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. go full like we live in Phoenix. Just just tear out all the grass and make some nice rock gardeny stuff with some maybe some flower beds to break things up. Put some steps in there. Like just go full zero scape. You ever want mm-hmm. to do that? You want to just like I've thought about that. And yeah. we took out a lot of our lawn to put in a retaining wall and Tina's got some some plants in there. So a good quarter of our lawn 
um, now is in a retaining wall um, with with some just some some Atina's plants and flowers in it. It goes sure. around our tree. Mm. Um, and that helped a lot with like how much mowing and stuff we had to do. Can Dave grow his um, own weed? Can he do his own? Because you have a, isn't the rule in Arizona, or um, sorry, Colorado that if uh, weed's legal recreationally and medicinally, but isn't there also a thing that says you can make, you can grow like four plants you can, yourself or something? Yeah, you have a, there's a, there's an amount you can grow. I don't think he's growing any this year. He was last summer. He was nice. growing his own. Nice. And, uh, um, you oh, have a limit on how much you can grow, and I think the rule is you also can't sell it ah. <laughs> unless you have a license. To that makes sell it. sense. You probably couldn't yeah. sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, uh, I hope, yeah. it just seems like something Dave would do. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is something he has has done and probably will do again. Having having only hung out with the man twice, I think at the BlizzCon that so, one yeah. time, and then dinner there. Oh, Forgot about BlizzCon, yeah. Yeah, he showed up. He was there uh, for some other conference or something. There was something going on. Yes, right? yeah. They were. They had a conference going next door at the the Marriott next door to the uh, to BlizzCon. He's walking around that place, looking at us and all that was going on. BlizzCon, like a bunch of. <laughs> he thought it was just a bunch of aliens, man. That was hilarious. He did. Oh, it was like it was such a great it was such a great experience to like watch him see a world that's completely normal and and uh, run of the mill to us. And he's like. Some dude dressed like an orc and a mage over there, except he didn't call them orcs and mages. It was like, uh, you know, ogres and uh, uh, magic women or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, you know, yards, man, they're a pain in the ass, is yeah. the point. Yards are a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, Lendonade says, yard maintenance is an impos- imposition by people. Uh, let's see. I can't read it because this moved. Hold on. There it is. Empower requiring residents to beautify for the sake of homogeny. Uh, it's literally a keeping up with the Johnsons. Excuse me, Jones As is one the, of the Johnsons. It's yeah. the Joneses, okay, not the Johnsons. It's keeping up with the Joneses. Let's get our idioms straight here. I I take offense to anyone trying to keep up with us because right now our lawn is kind of brown, shitty looking. So, yeah, I, uh, I you know what yeah. I appreciate Leninade more and more in the chat room because he, uh, no matter what opinion we have. He also always is there to just show the differing opinion, yeah. the opposite opinion. To come from the other side. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know why Dice Tomato I mean, we could t- say, I could say, oh, I love Lenin A3000. He'd return back and say, no, you don't. He's you don't a puppet of the, the, the <laughs> political he's a, awareness. He's a puppet of the leftists. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. No. Uh, I, <laughs> and Sam Jane, I miss those days. Like when I, I mean, we have a small yard now, so it's not oh, as yeah. big a deal as it used to be, but. Gosh dang it, dude. Yard yeah. stuff. Sam, for the listeners, Sam Jane just said, I live in an apartment, uh, no lawn to look after. Yeah. It's true. Which is nice. Which is nice. Uh, quick email from Brian from Denver. Not you, a different Brian. Not me. Ooh, there's, a, there's another one of us? There's another Brian in Denver. Uh, he says, hi, Scott. Apologies if you've already gotten feedback on this. Uh, you can read the wiki on this, but basically, the CGI was added later. He's talking about me and my review my recommendal rather of the thing remake or, or oh prequel. right okay right the thing prequel thing yeah and i was talking about how the cgi was bad but when they would do practical stuff it looked great and what was why was that a problem well it turns out he, they basically added the cgi later says i'm not sure uh if it was a producer the studio or whatever but that was a bad decision also the very end was changed from the original idea uh, the sad part is that amalgamated dynamics creature shop run by tom woodruff and alec guinness Former star and and former Stan Winston guys. That's who they are. 
uh, created a bunch of amazing practical effects for the movie. You can probably find some pics online. I'll go one better. Somebody sent me a whole YouTube video reel of the original effects that were in the thing, and they're cool, man. Mm. Like, who? oh, you know, TV's Travis sent me that. It was your video, Travis. Uh, it's this really cool look at the the practical effects. So there's this creature that's like a two-headed person. It's like merged and they're crawling yeah. on their back, like backwards toward you. And yeah. the CG on it looked like a video game and just did not look good. Sure. Uh, the practical effects that they showed in the video that I saw that was the, the, the TV's Travis sent me was awesome. <laughs> like such a cool looking practical effect of those two guys and their heads mushed together. And I can't believe they went to all that expense and didn't freaking use it. So, so yeah, Brian from Denver's right. <laughs> And, I think uh, yeah, the, you know, regular uh, practical effects sometimes are just so much cooler and look so much more visceral and real. Yeah, than, um, just use than if CGI. they're good, they're good. So use them. I mm-hmm. don't know why they felt like they had to do the CG stuff. It makes me yeah. makes me sad. Uh, all right, well, that's all she wrote, man. We had a lot to talk about this morning. <laughs> so it's time for us to get to the important stuff. That is today's morning news. <laughs> the news and it's brought to you by brought to you by this place scott wants to tell us about hey scott tell me more about the hall pass all right so there's this place down in the gateway mall outdoor mall thing downtown downtown salt lake city right by the the old grand station train station thing uh called hall pass and i hadn't heard of it my wife had found it with some friend of hers uh maybe it was my son i don't remember because he lives down there now but anyway it's it first sounds bad because you're like hall pass what is it Oh, it's like a food court, and I'm I'm already like, eh. Oh. I can go to any food court and get Chick Fil A or freaking you know free samples at the at the Chinese Walk or whatever. Doesn't right. sound good, right? Food courts, blah. Generally, yeah. right. Yes. But this one, this hall pass thing, which is down in the base of this, right below the movie theater, is this big space, and it's a giant collection of like actual Decent good restaurants, restaurants. like. Yeah. Good yeah, a dining food. hall. Yeah. So, like, one place had uh, swordfish was their thing of the day. Uh, the thing next to it were these insane chicken tender things. I don't even know how to describe these. They were so freaking good. And it was like 10 bucks. It was a little pricier than what you expect, but mm-hmm. amazing chicken tenders. The place next to that had lobster rolls, which are kind of to die for. Uh, it was amazing. So, all I'm saying yeah. is if you live in SLC and you're downtown, you need a quick place to go. They still treat it like a food court, all, except all the tables are carved out of wood. It's like fancy, um, but they have every kind of any kind of food you'd want in there. You can pick and match whatever you want. They give you a little buzzer. You go sit down. When it buzzes, you go get your food, and then you mm-hmm. you eat it like you're in a mall food court, sort of. But it's really clean and nice and fancied up. And I I was blown away by this. It's so this is really your first cool. dining, the first dining hall you've been to. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we've got like six of them in Colorado. I took uh, my cousins to one Saturday night called Milk Market here in Denver. Yeah. And I'm looking at the restaurants. It's funny. Every single dining hall I've ever seen has a hot chicken place, a Nashville hot chicken place. Mm. Yeah, that's the rule, um, right? You got to do this that. This one's got Blaze of Thunder. It must be a rule. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a bow place in mine. I actually did. Mine had a poke bowl, which is what I ended up having. Tina had um, pasta. But it's, uh, it's, so, it's such a great you know, so much better than a food court as far as like the food quality is is way better, and just the experience overall doesn't feel like you're in a big cafeteria with a Sbarro and an Orange Julius and and mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, 
That's yeah. a, you said it really well. It's uh yeah. oh and there it is, Blazing Thunder. It's a Nashville hot chicken place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they have two bars as well, so you got to be 21 to be in parts of this place. And mm-hmm. it was so cool. I've never. I didn't know that was a thing. This is new to me. That's cool. Yeah. There's there's one that they're working on that is a mile north of us and I can't wait for it to open up and you know go up there for lunch but they've been they have been cropping up like crazy there's one over here in Golden there's one in Edgewater where I lived as a kid Denver is uh, um, and they're at least the one I took um, my cousins to is all owned by one guy Bonino Concepts or it's all it's it's this guy named Frank Bonino who's kind of a local quote unquote celebrity chef he's mm-hmm. had a bunch of really good restaurants in Denver individual restaurants mm-hmm. and so here they just kind of got got them all together and uh, that's um, great so he's so he yeah. organized it or maybe. he organized it and uh, it's funny the first time we went there it was me and crazy neighbor and we came in from another part that we thought was part of the same restaurant group but apparently was not mm. and we brought our drink in there and uh, this guy comes up says oh you can't bring your alcohol from another from the the restaurant from the hotel into here uh, and they just reached over behind the bar of one place grabbed one of their glasses poured our drinks from our glasses into their glasses you're you're all set <laughs> then he walks away and dave says you know that was that was frank bonino oh no <laughs> way like, oh, that's great really? yeah that's great that's very cool actually so this logo for this place looks like ham pass <laughs> it does or how pass or how pass that's not that does not say hall pass to me and i don't know why they the why two l's are upside down i don't know why they did yeah. it that way it's why not weird. flip the l's you still get that that same box look yeah like a hall it still works yeah. right i don't it know still why they works. did that it's yeah. like, it says ha- it either says ham pass or hard pass <laughs> hard pass yeah <laughs> my only complaint about it otherwise that stuff is rad and i feel like a yeah. noob not knowing this was a trend but i really like it, it oh great. they're great yeah uh, anyway go check it out you guys ham pass or sorry hall pass. ham pass yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know why it's called hall pass it's a weird because it's a dining hall oh is that why yeah so when I think dining hall, I think of some ancient ass like you know Friars Club freaking right buffet or, or like a, something your guild goes to in the current MMO you're playing. Oh, yeah. we need to go. Let's meet at the dining hall before our adventuring. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a yeah, weird thing you no, don't hear dining hall. Often. It's basically, uh, it's basically uh, the new food court, the new, <laughs> the, yeah. the new and better improved food court. Hell of a lot better than any food court yeah, I've been to for sure. All right, we got a very confused governor in the news. Uh, oh, no. Governor Mike Parson, uh, Missouri uh, governor, uh, he's a Republican Missouri governor, uh, says looking at web pages HTML is criminal hacking. Hey, you guys, don't view source. You might be criminally hacking. Um, <laughs> oh, no. oh, governor no. Mike Parson is sick and tired of all these sophisticated, no good hackers, and he's not going to take it anymore. Uh, it's too bad that the Missouri governor. Has no idea what he's talking about. Tuesday, uh, During a Thursday press conference, the confused elected official lashed out at a journalist who reported a vulnerability in the official Department of Elementary and Secondary Schools websites. Website, rather. The reporter notably uh, waited until officials fixed the air before publishing the story. The flaw? The website apparently included teachers' social security numbers in the HTML code. Oops. So just raw text... Pure text, not, you know, none of this is encrypted. We're talking about HTML. HTML is the final destination. It is the final output of what you're doing. Any kind of code you're doing behind the scenes 
whatever you're eventually pushing out is HTML. If they yes. put those card numbers, those social security numbers somehow in there, whether just manually or otherwise dynamically generated, once it's HTML, it's you view it everywhere from everything. That's right. the rule. Yes. That's how it works. View source and you can see it all. It's yeah. not hard to do. Anyway, during a press conference, or no, in this press conference, he says, there's no private information. Or say, sorry, though no private information was clearly <laughs> visible nor searchable on any of these web pages, the newspapers found that teachers' social security numbers were contained in the HTML source code in the pages uh, involved. Said the same. They also found that I used Open Sans <laughs> as my headline font. How did they do that? These monsters. <laughs> Uh, it said uh, the newspaper was the sorry. What is it? The so St. Louis St. Louis Post Dispatch. You go to that? You ever been there? I've been there. Yeah, totally been there. Nice. Yep, they were they were a customer. I did uh, didn't install there. Did you? Did you? Uh, I don't know. Screw I didn't around go up some, the Gateway Arch that trip. Oh okay. yeah, but you didn't you didn't screw around with their HTML code to include a bunch of social security numbers. Oh, I totally did. Yeah. What do you uh, where do you think all these things ended up? Driver's license numbers, uh, mother's maiden names. Uh, sure, sure, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, all right. It says here. Uh, let's see. Whoops, I lost my place. There we go. Uh, the state is committing to bringing to justice anyone who hacked our system and anyone who aided or encouraged them to do so, in accordance with what Missouri laws allowed and requires. Wrote Parson. He's very upset that somebody viewed source, which anyone can do from any browser anywhere. Exactly. Uh, maybe the problem is coming from inside the house. And before <laughs> you send your emails, this guy could have been a Democrat, a Green Party member. I don't care what sure. he is. This yes. is dumb as shit. It has nothing to do with his political affiliation. He's just dumb. Okay? Yep. All politicians are dumb. This one is, in particular is being very dumb. He just happens to be a Republican. Keep your emails to yourselves. It's not a biased article. <laughs> All right. Yes. A man, not the same man, man different man, but okay. a man was covered in poop after a passing plane dumped toilet waste on his backyard. Oh, oh God. Uh, yeah. This has got to be your worst fear. It's not my worst fear, but because I don't it's think the there. likelihood is high, but yeah, it is. It is on. It's got to be on the list of like the top 15 things you never want to have done to you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be that. Um, I'd put it in the top five. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That's it's up there. I keep trying to think of what would be worse. Yeah, you're right. Hold on, let me think. I mean, other than things that cause pain or death, you know, the, the rule those out. This is like, it's 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 way up there. Yeah. Uh, real quick correction here. Diddy does game says not dumb, just uneducated. Saying that about the governor. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Maybe before right. you do your big. Here's what makes him dumb. Do you, do you work are you uh, over there in the uh, St. Louis uh, no, see, government system there, not, did he? And I'm not giving him any heat. What I'm saying is, here's what makes him dumb, as opposed to just simply uneducated. Uneducated is not knowing what a diner hall is until Brian tells me. And then I go, oh, interesting. Well, now from now on, I'll know. Yeah. What's dumb is a governor who has all the resources in the world to find out how this stuff really works, to just go ahead and jump to putting the letter out anyway saying all this dumb shit without ever checking any of it. That's dumb. Yeah, okay? Yeah. Not knowing what HTML is and how it works, that's uneducated. Following through with your dumb email or your dumb p statement, that's <laughs> dumb. That's what I'm saying. That's the dumb part. Yes. Standing under uh, the flight path of, uh, of the United 757 uh, on its way to Poop Town is dumb. That's right. That's dumb. Yes. And doubling, doubling down is dumb. That's the other one that's dumb. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, this guy, he's in the uh, enjoying the sun in his backyard in Windsor. That's southeast England there. Okay, sure. When a passing plane dropped a toilet waste ball thing, chunk, unit, ugh, ugh. Uh, on him and his garden furniture, a local <laughs> counselor said. <laughs> it dumped it on me and my garden furniture. My garden furniture. <laughs> the unfortunate incident in which a plane discharged sewage took place in July, according to the, uh, the minutes read at the Royal Borough of Windsor and Maidenhead's most recent aviation forum. Jeez. The whole uh, garden was splattered in a very unpleasant way, said Karen Davis. Mm, yes, as opposed to splattered <laughs> in a very pleasant way. Uh, he was out in his garden at the time, and it was really horrible, horrible experience, says the local lawmaker. The whole garden, garden umbrellas, and him were covered in poop, Davis explained. It's absolutely dreadful, she said during the meeting. Ugh. Said there were several incidents during the year where frozen sewage was dropped along uh, flight routes in Windsor. Uh, on the path to London's Heathrow Airport, which is about eight miles away from the historic town. I can say with 100% accuracy, I have never contributed to any frozen waste being dropped from a plane. Not once. I don't pee on planes. I don't poop on planes. It's never happened. I went to Japan it, and didn't it pee has to, for really, 12 hours. Even on those longer flights. Nope. I locked wow. up like camping mode Joe, man. I didn't have to go at all. Wow. I was, I was no way I was going on that plane. Oh my gosh. Not a chance. And as soon as I mean, I, got I hate there, pooping on a plane just because those rooms are so small. But I don't mind peeing on a plane. I'll pee on a plane all day long. When I got on to when I got to Hong it's Kong, it's about the roomiest seat in the whole uh, aircraft, <laughs> unless you're the pilot. That's right. You can really lean back in there. Yeah. Um. I know. I as soon as I got to Hong Kong, I wrecked some hotel bathroom. But up till then, I wasn't going. <laughs> um. All right. There's that story. Uh, we got time for one more, it looks like. Sometimes I just drive to the airport, book a flight, just to go on and pee on the plane, and then get back off and, and uh, back down the jetway and go home. Yeah, that's the kind of peer Brian is. He's happy to yeah. use yeah. your plane for what Sometimes I get on top of the plane and pee on it. Yeah, best best place to do it. <laughs> uh, space tourism company has canceled its launch to space because it couldn't find any passengers who wanted to go tour space. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I'm guessing it was probably the price tag more than people who didn't want to go to space. Yeah, because I want to go to space, but I don't want to pay that kind yeah. of money. Yeah. So I know yeah. that that's probably it. Anyway, it says, in what could be seriously a serious reality check for the Buzzfield space tourism industry, its most established player says it had to cancel its upcoming launch with SpaceX because it couldn't find anybody to go. Uh, basically, they weren't sufficiently wealthy. Uh, the mission was marked to or marketed to a large number of our prospective customers, but ultimately the mix of price, timing, and experience wasn't right at the uh, at that particular time. And our contract with SpaceX expired. Company spokesman Tracy Turn told the Space News, "We hope to be revisiting the offering in the future." If that's your whole business, you're not having business, right? Yeah. yeah. Adjust your prices. Sufficiently wealthy. Jeez, I hate that term. <laughs> that's a horrible term. Are you sufficiently wealthy? Oh, good. You can oh, go you're to not space. sufficiently wealthy? Oh, then you can't go to space. Oh, no. No. Freaking forget it. Final story. Nightmare on Elm Street house listed for $3.5 million. Oh, wow. Nice. Are you sufficiently wealthy for that? Yeah. Does it still have bars on the windows? Let's see. There's a picture. Uh, oh, good. 
I don't know. Is the does the front door have a window uh, that's big enough to pull in a, a, a large woman? <laughs> Sucked in a large woman. Does the phone still have a tongue that comes out of it? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, can you can you look at Johnny Depp from across the street with binoculars? No kidding. I always forget he's in that until you until you remind me. Yeah. There's the house. It looks like it's changed some. It, doesn't it look- has totally. I would not recognize this as the Nightmare on Elm Street house. No. Uh, it says Los Angeles home from the 1984 movie A Nightmare on Elm Street has been listed for sale in time for Halloween with an asking price of $3.5 million. The three-bedroom Spalding Square house listed in Realty, uh, I don't care about them, was purchased previously for $2.1 million in 2013 by Hustlers director Lauren Scafari. Wait, Hustlers director. Yeah, the, the movie with Cardi B and uh, oh. J-Lo. And- oh, a thing I've never seen, probably never will see that. Okay. I don't think. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I can't imagine a night where I'm like, you know what I'm in the mood for? Hustlers. It was, um, we watched it because it was nominated. Um, oh, did it win something? Sorry. I dropped the, the paper of my Splenda packet into my coffee and I had to find something to fish it out with and um the best i could do was uh a magic wand how did it go did it go it went well wow abracadabra and it came out a bunch of flowers didn't go right into your coffee and now now there's a rabbit in there oh shit (laughs) dang it stupid magic wand uh so hustlers wasn't a bad i don't know anything about it it was good it was basically about a stripper who teaches a new a newbie, the the ins and outs of the stripper industry, including the crime behind it and, and that sort of thing. And Cardi B was a stripper, or what was she doing there? Cardi B was a stripper. She's barely in it. I mean, she's in there for, you know, an eighth of the, the movie. It's really about J-Lo and this other woman. She showed up just in time to go, Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> she's famous for yelling that for some reason. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what it's from. She had some rant. And they and they capture her yelling coronavirus and then and now That's it gets funny. used in like music mixes and TikTok videos. <laughs> well, and then Nicki Minaj did the whole uh, my cousin's husband's boyfriend's babysitter blew at his testicles from uh, the co- from the vaccine. Yeah, didn't that turn out? I thought uh, that turned out to be some STD or something. Didn't it? <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't the vaccine. Probably was something like that. Yeah. If there were, if there were even testicles at all. Yeah, if there were ever a pair of nuts, we'll never know. Right. Exactly. Anyway, uh, this thing's three bedrooms. Very nice. Two story house. Uh, served as protagonist Nancy Thompson's home in Wes Craven's classic slasher film, and was the location of the character's final showdown with the iconic serial killer <laughs> Frederick Krueger himself. Um. Mm. It's so much fun bringing this house to market during a historic real estate inventory shortage, says says listing agent. Oh, that annoys me. That really annoys me. Um, anyway, uh, they that house to... appears, whether it's the real one or or not, does appear in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what this house was worth in 84. They don't say. Oh, I don't know. Couple, maybe a, a hundred grand. Because that's how things have changed they've changed a lot that amount of time yeah all right that's the news and uh, we're going to take a break when we come back justin robert young will be here and uh Ooh, you guys are gonna say. you guys are gonna be mad because it's dune related but i don't care we're talking about dune. <laughs> reset the counter everybody yep that'll be a very politically charged conversation about dune uh so that'll be soon uh right after this song brian has brung that he will now play for us brian what are you playing there 
Yeah, well, three brothers, Gary, Ryan, and Ross, uh, bass vocals, guitar vocals, and drums, respectively, are coming back with another album from their band, The Cribs. You think it would be their last name, but it's not. Their last name is Jarman. Anyway, oh, right. uh, they're releasing two brand new singles on a uh, on an EP. Uh, the first of which is the is the new single we're going to be playing here. These guys have such a solid '80s sound. They're kind of like um, uh, probably like Buzzcocks or uh, um, Who's Do, like more on that that side of things of the new wave spectrum. This is the Cribs and their brand new single, "The Day I Got Lost Again." talk about the bespoke box of wonderfulness it's not really what it's called but bespoke month is or bespoke post post rather if i can talk is a monthly subscription service that sends themed boxes with a variety of goods and check this out they partner with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique items every single month this fall as you get back into the swing of things with a new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections from autumn craft beers to cozy threads and camping gear essentials. There are box of awesome collections for every part of your life, no matter what you're into. So to get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help pick the right box for you. 
They release new boxes every month across many different categories, and it's free to sign up. And you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs $45, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. That's a heck of a trade-up. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. The box of awesome is awesome. Everything in there is great. I'm so excited to receive this box. Please, box, be to me soon. It should be soon. I'm very excited. Anyway, to get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up, go to boxofawesome.com and enter the promo code TMS at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com with the promo code TMS at checkout. Do it today. It's a box of awesome. All aluminum comes from factories such as this one and begins its life as a frothy mixture of goat's milk and cocoa powder. I I ran over some guy! How about a booby? You know the guy's got talent. This is The Morning Stream. Turned back to the grotto known as TMS. Hey, Brian, that Ooh. song again was? I'm fishing. I'm cleaning the grotto. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, That was the Cribs with the brand new single, The Day I Got Lost Again. Lovely. Sounds all right to me. Yeah. You said Gar- yeah. Jarman. Is it Garmin or Jarman? Jar- German? Jarman. The Jarman Brothers. The Jarman Brothers. With a J. J-A-R-M-A-N. With ah, a J. Ah, gotcha. Jarman. All Jarman. right. Like GIF and JIF. It's it's obvious. It's got a J. That's it's right. German. Yes. This, one is, this one's obvious. Yeah. This is the way to pronounce it. Should be. All right. Check this out, everyone. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Justin Robert Young joining us from his beautiful studio in downtown. It's probably not downtown. Austin, Texas. Uh, it's, uh, Uptown. Uptown Austin, Texas. No, South Austin. It's All right. in South. All right. Okay. South Austin. Right. The place you want to be, I say. Uh, How far are you from the closest underground records? Do you know where that is? Uh, I, I don't know, brother. I'll, I'll text you my address. You tell me. <laughs> records. What are records? Yeah, what, does, you mean people go to a place to buy records? Yeah, what? what are records? Yeah, sure. man. All right, fine. Justin's had all his expunged. Don't worry. How, how close clear. are you to the nearest Torchies? That's probably a better. Oh, Torchies. Oh, we are we are betwixt two Torchies. Whoa, uh, betwixt two Torchies. Uh, yeah, we are we are near uh, uh, their their location on well, one of their locations on South Lamar, and and then another one uh, that's a little bit well, closer to it. It's great. Okay. It's great having you here so soon after your premiere as uh, Duke Leto in the. Uh, <laughs> Boy, uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> You know, uh, 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 Dune, uh, for whatever you think of it, yeah. it's been great for my self-confidence. Yeah, I bet it has. <laughs> Look at you, man. You can saying, that. Yeah. You, you're old, hunky Oscar Isaac. And I'm like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm with that. I mean, that's the first thing my wife said. We're watching it. We got friends over. We had chilly night and made a big deal out of it and uh, had it up there on the big screen. And uh, they get to the graveyard place where they're talking, him and his son and Yep, and um, Kim goes, "Oh my gosh, that's Justin!" <laughs> and I went, "Oh my gosh, you're right. It totally is Justin." <clears throat> and sure enough, uh, kind of spitting image uh, for Oscar Isaac in this thing. Oscar uh, Robert Boy. Isaac, we now call him. Yeah, it does, you know, it does 
does better for people who look like uh, Justin than it does for bald fat guys. Unfortunately, <laughs> just so you know, uh, uh, Ibit, uh, uh, in the same weekend that everybody's sending me like all these big heroic shots of Oscar Isaac, and then also yeah. he's been doing a lot of press. There's also another round of him being like casual and looking cool. I also got a picture of somebody. Apparently, I I'm the spinning image of somebody on. A, uh, a box of Depends. Oh! Uh, depends. So, wow. Uh, nice. All right, good. Well, there's it, balance. There's it, it balance cut. in the universe. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brian, you were great as Baron Harkonnen as well. I thought you really could. I was. And, it, you know, it was great is that I got to eat as much as I want yeah. uh, during the shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could tell. More too. Pikachu Oreos, please. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, aside from that, uh, we are actually going to talk a little bit about Dune, but not maybe in the way people think. No, this isn't going to be a you know a big political discussion or anything. But as it turns out, <laughs> Justin really enjoyed the movie. So did we. I really enjoyed it like a lot. Uh, I, so all right, well, Dune versus Mad Max. Where you at? I'm right there together. They're up on the same shelf, hanging out. No, only one can live. That's what people be say. Only one. That's what people you, keep you, saying. You decide whether or not. One lives or both die. Wow! Right now, I can't F- do F- that. Mary kill Mad Max, Waterworld, and Dune. Uh, <laughs> they got to put Blade Runner twenty forty nine in there. I love that movie too. Oh, that's the that's the third. I'm sorry, Blade yeah. Runner twenty forty nine, Dune, and oh, uh, how disrespectful and- to Mad Max that you didn't even give it like a warming period with Dune. I mean, like that you're not even like you're not even like like I don't know. I gotta wait six months because you've been talking about Mad Max for however long since it came out. Like, like you're like really day one i mean uh, all right look if on. i didn't even say i think we need to see other movies exactly. is the problem if you yeah. said to me all right if you said to me scott only one can survive yeah you're taking the chris knife christ knife or however you say it to the neck of the other yeah i mean uh, keep in mind these are all hanging out in the same balcony these three movies they're my genre movies of the last 20 years i love Wait, them no, i'm not putting Waterworld in there i'm putting these just these two i'm saying just these two i'm saying these yeah. two well and and i like blade runner just as much but let's just say it's these two they're the only two ex- that exist in this vacuum. i haven't heard you talk about blade runner oh, i love blade oh runner, yeah, dude. yeah blade runner 25 you you missed those episodes because i wouldn't shut up about it i love that movie okay well nobody has uh, uh scott loves blade runner memes <laughs> no no exactly this is not a counter for resetting anytime no. Blade Runner's brought All right, up. if I had to slit the throat of one in favor of the other. Dune versus Mad Max. Probably Dune gets the knife. I love it. I mean, it. for now. I think that's that's the right way to say it. Yeah. The right way to say it is for now. Look, in, in six months, you'll see how much you still think of Dune because you never stop thinking about Mad Max. So this is a high bar to clear. It's not yeah, an true. insult to yeah. Dune. No, I, I get that. Plus, you know, if this thing gets a second part, which is insane to me that it's not greenlit which is kind of part of our discussion today um the you know that may change things too because that's more like uh you know this is a first half of a of a full experience i mean uh, depending on how deep they want to go of you know the first uh, uh, toenail of of a gigantic body well that's true yeah Uh, i started i ended up starting to read the first book again yesterday i got in the tub and read about 12 pages of dune now and that's a mental picture. Forgot how much I <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how much I liked that series. I just I read it when I was way young, as like fifteen or sixteen. Dub dub Dune yes. in the tub. Dune in the tub. Uh, remember when I asked to borrow your copy of Dune? I'm going to go ahead and cancel that yeah. request. Well, it's, uh, it's a digital Kindle copy. You'll be fine. It's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember that time I asked to borrow your Kindle? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it's the device you want to avoid at this point. Um, yeah. But but anyway, what do we know? Do you think that's weird, Justin? That they 
this thing had a really great weekend, especially considering you know that we're still sort of in this weird movie time. It's showing at home too. All that it did real well. Why? Mm-hmm. How can you put part one on the thing and not know that you're not even you know locked for a two? That seems crazy. I hated that element of it. Like the fact that it shows up and it's part one, and you're like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" Yeah. Like you, like this was not marketed as doing part one. No. Oh, really? You didn't know that ahead of time? I knew like, it, but no. I didn't. I knew it, but it wasn't marketed that way. You're right. I did know it. Gotcha. Though. And, okay. Like it was in Dune articles. Part and stuff. one. It wasn't called Dune. It wasn't called Dune Part One. Right. Yeah. On the 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 beginning part, like yeah. uh, 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 it wasn't Dune. Welcome to Arrakis. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was uh, uh, Dune. And yeah, so it's sure. like, okay, sure. But to then on the title card say Dune Part 1, I think you need to because otherwise it would lead people with with a, with a, a sour taste in their mouth. And I do think that for some folks that have no idea what this story is, and granted, look, we're talking to a geek audience here, so I might even just, I, I might be the asshole for not knowing it walking in. But to average people, to normies, like, it's really annoying that if they like this movie, that the next one might not come for three years. Yeah, Tina no. had no idea. So when that title card appeared and we we're watching this, she's like, oh, this is part one? When's part two coming out? Um, I don't know. No Maybe idea. Never. Knows Nobody that. knows. And, this, yeah. and that's what's frustrating yeah. is that Warner Brothers had, you know, and, and Legendary Pictures had a year extra time yeah. to say, you want to know what? We're just going to have to sack up. And 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 say we're, that we're going through with this, even though the movie business is unsteady. What we're going to need coming out of it are hits, hits and franchises. Well, guess what? They got one mm-hmm. big honking science mm-hmm. fiction, hot cast, a uh, 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 gigantic world science fiction uh, uh, franchise. Like what, what, what people are, are begging for. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now just say we're going to get another one and say we're going to get another mm-hmm. one fast. Because like like that what what's what's bothersome is is that God knows where even with with the cast that uh, you know would would theoretically be in a part two although who knows in a world where you know getting space high lets you conquer you know time uh, uh, how many actors are and aren't going to be involved in another in another uh, uh, movie yeah. but like that's a hard cast to wrangle mm-hmm. timothy chalamet himself zendaya herself is really really hard to wrangle and yeah. if they're going to be the key elements of a part two what are you what are you waiting for i mean i assume mm-hmm. that they have conversations that are ongoing about this but like it, it doesn't bode well that all the heat that will be generated from this you know is is gonna be god knows where in in three years you know what's only the only thing worse then slapping a part one on the title card when most people, I will agree with you, like mainstream wise, didn't know. I read a lot of stuff, so I knew before, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't. The only thing worse than that is if they didn't do that, because if you didn't yeah. put it there, yeah. this movie ends the way sure. that like Fellowship of the Ring ends, where yeah. Frodo and Sam are going to go somewhere and you're like, well, shit, that's where this ends. That And you knew that was a trilogy and that annoyed it people. Almost exactly like Fellowship. It did. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a fight that kind of means something. Because you need a fight that kind of means something. And then at the end, the main character says, well, the adventure's begun. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 Danny Villeneuve. Like, like that's yeah. pretty much it for both of them. Yeah. So if they hadn't put that there, I would have been more annoyed. Because I think that's well, no, just... And also, or, like, I don't know. I mean, to me, it would have made the film materially better 
if you would have had part two coming next summer. Right. Yeah, granted, that that would have, yeah, I'm sure I agree. Blah, 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 pandemic, blah, 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 blah. You had to get sure. your financial ducks in a row. I don't know what's feasible, what's not feasible, but it's like ideally if you would have been like part two uh, next summer, part two, 2023, something like that, I feel like that would have made the movie better. Yeah. Now, remember, experience better. we have a recent historic example of this working and working well in the in in two ways. One, they didn't market it as uh, two movies. They marketed it as one. And then they changed that very last second. And also, uh, well, I'm, I'm talking about Endgame and, and Infinity War. And they did a really masterful job of it. But the the part that where you stick the landing is saying, yeah, that next one's less than a year away. Yeah. That's, right. that's you, you, how you there do is that. A finish line in sight. Yeah, had they, they not done that, imagine Infinity War the way it ended with a, and if it was now with a question mark about production and nobody knows if it's yeah. greenlit. Oh my god, what a yeah. terrible ending to that movie! You know, because everyone's that, like turned to dust. Like, that was a story that was ten years in the making. Mm-hmm. The, the most ambitious thing that's ever been done in the history of movies that had such a broad international audience that was so hungry to see a big resolution to it. That to say it's going to be two movies was an excitement. It wasn't like a cash soak in the same way that uh, you know maybe some of the Harry Potters or, or stuff like that were. Mm-hmm. You know when they when they split those up. And this is look, it's a meal. Like you you mm-hmm. eat around the edges. Like that is a a movie that for as much ground as they cover. It's a two and a half hour movie that never feels like it's really going all that slow. Mm-hmm. You're never far away from a big thing mm-hmm. happening. You're never far away from a big scene happening. It's it it really is a remarkable script, considering the fact that Dune, which is not known as one of the more accessible science fiction uh, uh, literary franchises, that is very accessible. That's Game of Thrones accessible. And if you you know the difference between the Game of Thrones books and and the Dune books are you know, there, there's a lot more stuff to process in, in, in the Dune books and the way the Game of Thrones, while the world building is dense, you always know where the four lights are. Sure. You always know where the main characters are. Right. Um, that was the most accessible Dune has ever been. Oh, by far, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was uh, uh, visually amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing it again on a big screen because mm-hmm. I now understand why everybody's like, go to see it on a big screen. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, it on IMAX. Mm-hmm. I do think, and this is not a criticism of the movie per se, but more Deli, uh, De- Denny Villeneuve himself. I think he kind of has a bit of an issue, and Nolan has this too, where everyone's lit well, everyone's obviously acting really well, mm-hmm. but they never really get super charismatic performances out of very charismatic actors. Everyone kind of seems a little reserved i think that's both um, that's true here and and blade runner i think it's different in uh sicario i i would argue is different than that but that's also a very 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 different movie it's that's not, a different movie but yeah, i would even yeah. say arrival arrival has the same thing yeah oh, that's yeah. true mm-hmm. everyone's um, kind of very wistfully staring at things a lot in his movies. yeah there's just <laughs> an element of of reserve mm-hmm. right true. uh uh which is just different than than some other directors but uh that being said 
everything everybody was amazingly cast yeah uh, agreed. uh i i love the fact that uh, uh <laughs> jason momoa and dave batista are are a part of the cast <laughs> just because they're they're just two of my favorites <laughs> Mm-hmm. What's great? What was it, Brian? You said it the other day. He said uh, we could have had a fight between Aquaman, uh, Drax Thanos, the Destroyer, Thanos. Drax, yeah, yeah. there's a lot and, of and Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of MCU and DCU people in this thing, and yeah. um, which I'm all about. But you know, some people I forgot were in it. Like I was talking about Javier Bardem just showing up. I'm like, oh shit, he's in this. I forgot he's in this. Yeah, and, like I loved moments like that in the movie, and they were also kind of you know they weren't scene stealing casting they just felt right everybody felt right and i'm not i was well, so it was, skeptical it was, it was a it was a star-studded cast yeah oh yeah uh, well, it was one of the first times that i was watching a movie with ashley who's not super plugged into pop culture and she was just like oh batista mm-hmm. oh zendaya mm-hmm. oh uh, who's that thanos thanos <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> the uh the thing about it was um uh, was I went into it with these expectations that I didn't know if I was going to like this Timothy Chalamet kid in it. I just didn't know if that was going to do it mm. for me. And I don't know why I thought that or what I deal was. He just seemed like kind of a weirdo emo kid in interviews and just not interesting in a way that I wanted this character to be interesting. And I think he is the he's the best Paul they've ever had. He's very, yeah, very good. It's enough to make me uh, forget that he effed a peach in uh, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, that happened? That was a thing? That was a thing. Oh, yeah, oh, come on, man. Get on the internet. I don't know anything <laughs> about that. That's the first time hearing of that. That sounds terrible. Well, you can do that in a double feature with Hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> Watch them both back to back. Watch them both back to back. It's yeah. a real sexy Saturday night for Scott. <laughs> but it just, okay, but back to the original point. Like the movie, the way it ends is 100% have to make a follow up. If you don't, yeah. this is a crime. Like you can't leave it like that. Like you, you can't have them go. All right, off we go. We finally met the girl of my dreams, and now we're gonna go ahead with what? You can't leave us there. We know what. Mm-hmm. What if we're reading mm-hmm. books? But not everybody's read these books. Like that would piss me off so bad. And if they take three years to do it, that's too long. Yeah, oh. it, it was kind of like when uh, they gave us the promise of, of. It's uh, not gonna happen sooner. That doesn't happen sooner. Right. Denny so Villeneuve does not direct a, a a movie that movie sooner. They don't get that cast together sooner. Uh, uh, they don't get those effects where they need to get those effects sooner. Like it is three years minimum. I don't want to wait mm. that long. That's too long. That's well. Remember then, when we Chris, like I am. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we thought we were going to get three uh, Daniel Craig, Stieg Larsson uh, adaptations, "The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo," and oh, oh yeah. it looked like it was going to be a great series from. Uh, uh, Fincher and uh, nope, just got the first one and and that's all she well, wrote. That one didn't do super well, right? It no. didn't. No, and that was yeah, that's part that's, of the problem. The problem. This one seems yeah. like it did it did good, and and I think that you know if I'm in those rooms with uh, uh, Warner Brothers and Legendary, I, I'm I'm saying, look, this did well considering the weird time. I don't know mm-hmm. what their payout is with HBO Max and all that, but like. Uh, Look at this like Batman Begins, because mm-hmm. I think Dune Part 2 has Dark Knight potential. Yeah, and that was uh, 05 uh-huh. to 08, so how many years is that? That's that's a pretty big chunk. It's not quite the same cliffhanger, though, right? Like, it, it's a different kind of thing, but 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 yeah, 
that's okay. You know what? I'm okay. I'm all right. Three years, but don't be longer than that. Like if you're going to be five, six years, yeah. but you know, you know that it's going to be a disaster if if uh, uh, it, it it gets announced. But Denny isn't doing it. He has to do it. He's the reason I was interested in any of this adaptation. Like he's the reason Blade Runner twenty forty nine is an amazing movie. Like that guy's vision. He's he's my filmmaker du jour right now. I love that guy's work. So he has to be that guy. Who else is going to do this? Well, I mean, it would be because they want it on a schedule that's too fast and he didn't want to do it or they can't get the money right or blah, 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 blah. Well, he should want to do it is all I'm saying. He should well, get I mean, in there. I'm sure he wants to do it, but there's a million miles between wants to do it and is doing it. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. That that, that, have th- that that do not have anything to do with whether or not that man would obviously like to finish a Dune trilogy. Chat room suggesting uh, George Miller take it over. Okay, I'm in. Go for it. <laughs> sure. I'd, be, I'd be down for that. I would like to see George Miller's take on the second, on the on the really important middle part of the of the Dune trilogy, uh, and yeah. see what they do with that. But yeah, it, it's a it really is a hell of a thing. And even if they never do anything with it again, there's things in it that that I just can't stop thinking about the scale of everything, the feeling of space and vastness uh, when they show just a person standing on a a flat space with a giant ship on this end of it. Or when you see those guild ships in the sky or like all of that stuff matches what I read when I was 15 and in a way that I didn't quite expect, I thought, well, this would be sort of his vision of everything, but it's kind of mine. Like it's what I saw. And that alone was, was enough for me to highly recommend this despite this weird ending and despite the, the up in the airness of the sequel and all that. But uh, no, it's it's must watch if you like science fiction. It's it, it it's the most exciting grand science fiction movie that's come out. Wow, I don't even know what I would put. I'd say since twenty forty nine, which was since Mad Max Fury Road, but that wasn't really science fiction. But <laughs> but I don't put Mad Max as sci fi. No, you shouldn't. It's not. It doesn't belong there. But it just it kind of just belongs everywhere all the time. Blade Runner, just- and even then, look, I liked Blade Runner. I really liked it. I thought it was good. I don't think it was as good as Dune. Um, I would and, put... and, and and I'll tell you why because it had to carry the corpse of Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> decided to show up to work wearing a Hayes shirt and uh, click. Uh, we've lost Justin. I don't know what happened, but yeah, Discord what just happened disconnected. I'm yeah, not sure. weird. Uh, no, I okay. Let's just quickly go through that. Um, I was worried about that, but came away happier with how it turned out. And oh it's yeah! A, oh no! It's the greatest sure. anyone's made the corpse of Harrison Ford look. <laughs> hey, let's let's wait and see movie. what Indiana Jones Five looks him. like. Yeah. I don't blame him. He obviously sure. doesn't want to do these movies. He doesn't want to do Indiana Jones. He doesn't want to do Star Wars. He doesn't want to do Blade Runner. He just wants to sit home and smoke pot. And people just keep tricking him like a cartoon character out of his little house to where he's smoking weed. And 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 they just keep like leaving money and and little nugs of 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 Chiba. And he just like he's like, oh, I guess I'll just go this way. Next thing you know, he's on set and he's like, I'm not putting on a shirt. Fine. <laughs> Uh, fine, Monsieur Ford. Uh, uh, three, two, one. All right, uh, Ryan, act like a robot. And yeah. he's like, I, I, I wasn't in character. Perfect. Bye. Go. Yeah. I'm sorry. Was that your French director Denise Villeneuve's voice that you just impression did yeah. an impression of? Yeah, that's, good. That's, that's me. Yeah, he doesn't want to do the movies. And look, I, I think that look, Blade Runner was great. I thought Ryan Gosling was amazing. I thought that that uh, it, it it very capably brought that legacy forward of understanding and exploring what the idea between. 
what makes us human and what makes a replicant a replicant and when is a replicant so much a replicant that they are a human like there there was great explorations of that that is its legacy it's not dune okay but it's up there it's good i'm putting it i i just wouldn't it's, I, and, and, and uh, it also uh, ends, which is nice. It has an ending, so that's maybe maybe I'm giving it. Movies. It's it's so endy. It ends both movies, right? <laughs> it actually has a damn ending to it, and whereas this new thing doesn't so much. But but yeah, like he's just. I think he's the the next visionary filmmaker until we don't like him anymore. And I'm I'm in while that while that's the case. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna freaking do. Um, but we're, you know, I complain about how long it's going to take to make it. Look how long it's taken him to do a Mad Max follow-up. It's like, that's still two years away. Mm-hmm. And it's... And yeah, but... That was five years? Or, I'm Mad sorry. Mad Max... So, all right. Mad Max 2. Yeah. Kind of the second bowl of cereal, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it's the greatest cereal in the world, so maybe. <laughs> exactly. And so, of course, we want another bowl. But it's kind of good. <laughs> I mean, maybe not, but it's not out that yet, was, so I can't That's a great say. movie. Yeah. Perfect little movie. Yeah. Perfect little Mad Max movie. <laughs> now what do you do? You open it back up? I don't know. This is a test for George Miller to see if truly he's the greatest filmmaker of all time. We'll find out. We'll find Great out. Sequels. He did Babe Pig in the City. He did. That was a good it was a good sequel. Actually he didn't direct sure. it. I'm not, I'm not joking. That's not a joke. Babe yeah. Pig yeah. in the City slaps. Pig in the City's great. <laughs> it really is. It's actually very good. And it's exceeded people's expectations. You know what else exceeded people's expectations? That the last thing he did, uh, Mad Max wise, was freaking Thunderdome, and then Fury Road just blows it all out of the water. So he's capable of doing things no one expects. I'm saying it's going to be great. That's what I'm saying. So watch out. I'm saying, I'm saying second bowl of series. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not that the second bowl of series is always bad. Yeah. But you always, after that first bite, are like, Damn, that first bowl of cereal. Well, wow. technically, it'd be the fifth bowl of cereal. Mad yeah, Max Two true. is uh, is Road Warrior. Not in my metaphor. Don't don't ah. yeah. my metaphor. Yeah. This old uh, the stuff before was like cream of wheat. It's like your parents' cereal. <laughs> but this stuff, this is like the real. This is uh, the modern. I still love. I still love Road Warrior. It's up there for me. Oh, Road Warrior, oh, no. great. As high as, as uh, I'm not slagging on any, any of those. Uh, any of those original movies. I you just can, think no, you can slag on Thunderdome. Yeah, or the first one Bite, doesn't hold up. Say bye bye, bye bye Thunderdome. First one's got problems. I don't love the first yeah, one. Yeah, it does. But, yeah. but Road Warrior's I, awesome. All I'm, all I'm saying is that 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 movie, new cast, like it 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 takes it in in its own direction, builds out that world how it wants to, and and there you go. Well, there you have it. Uh, well, I think we've had a good discussion. We've we've pretty much figured out nothing, but we've talked a lot about what we love, and that's what matters here on this yeah, uh, segment no, with buddy. Justin. Uh, and we avoided politics entirely, so you should probably tell people where they can get some of that content this week or what you have planned. Yeah, uh, uh, we're talking a lot about two things. The Virginia governor's race, which is the premier uh, contest on Election Day, which, by the way, is next week. So uh, uh, please, if you have not made your plans to vote, go ahead and do it. Um, this Friday, I think we're going to look at at uh, some of our favorite props uh, i'm sure everybody's being deluged with ads on these uh there's one guys i, I want to get your i want to get your opinion here based solely on the advertising here in in austin uh we've got prop a mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. so if you're voting for prop a you are f- uh for protecting libraries parks and the city okay and if okay. you vote against prop a 
then you are for protecting libraries, parks, and the city. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that doesn't Which sound confusing at all. Which yeah. way would you go? Yeah. Um, hmm. I'd vote. I'd both vote, uh, vote both for and against. Can I do that? Can I fill in barely? Vote often. That's that's the American way. I didn't think. Uh, I thought Texas just did things. They didn't let people vote for ideas. They just enacted new ideas. Isn't that what they do down there? They got their own little uh, plan. They just say, "Hey, we're going to change everything." Uh, yeah, executive order yeah. stuff. Don't they just power. do that now? Mm-hmm. But that's all they did in Texas now. No. Is this is this like I don't know I don't know what you can look you can I smell just love, I just love that a state as parodyable as as Utah and and you and you never miss an opportunity to 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 take totally unsolicited uh, shots at other states. No no listen we they let us vote for things like uh, legalization of marijuana and then when it when it shows great support they figure out a way to have none of that count so. So yeah, I'm I'm fully aware that uh, uh, Utah tends to do this as well. Actually, most states do. So I just yeah. I give I, give I don't Texas, even know where the where the where the where the pull it on that is. Well, it's just because Texas, you know, Texas has had a year, man. They've had some stuff. Yeah, yeah. it has a state legislature that does stuff like yeah. every other state legislature. Yeah, now, but not everyone else's state legislature makes pretty, national. Pretty yeah, but it wasn't by fiat. No, but not. But they don't get national news. And by the way, plenty of other states by fiat. Plenty of other states by 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 uh, uh, a governor decree. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, that happens all the time. My point is that Texas is uh, no short over the last year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've got you know the, the abortion thing. That's a big upfront deal. You know. So was- on the way out, as I'm plugging my show, what you just want to do is <laughs> throw in Texas's abortion legislation. You just want. To tag that at the end, apropos of literally nothing. Yeah, because this way, as um, I'm doing a fun bit about props, look, you just want to throw with totally un- out of nowhere with the unfriend me gone. Texas's look, restrictive abortion laws with unfriend me gone. Clear. That's what you want to yes. do right now. Yes, as I show up on your show. Yes, every week without pay. Yes, and, and all I all I want is to plug my things. You just want to throw into my political show yes. that I promote. Remember Texas's. Highly controversial uh, 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 abortion yes. uh, uh, law. That's yes. what you wanted yes. to do. Yes. The answer is yes to all your questions and more. Justin Robert Young on Twitter. Politics, <laughs> politics, politics. Have fun. <laughs> we'll see you next time. All right. Uh, he, uh, he. Oh, I forgot to. Anyway. The jury will now retire. There it is. Well, I mean, then. it's it's a notable. It's still notable. Texas is notable for this yeah. this year. It's not like it's under the wire. Of course, it's notable. Right. Like right. just like it's notable. Um, uh, uh, what's another one? Uh, uh, what's another state doing something crazy? Uh, I can't uh, think of one. I can't either. See, <laughs> South Carolina did notable. something. Didn't they? I'm sure South Carolina did something. I'm sure they did, but it wasn't as notable as what Texas did. It's Texas, no, exactly. Uh, Florida, maybe, maybe. I don't know. What's up with the South? All right, let's get this. Uh, <laughs> let's get this uh, show on the road here. Uh, that's it. Actually, that's all we're we're doing today. That's all you're gonna get. And uh, that means we have to exit the building, as the Germans say. And uh, to do that, we have to remind folks that they can be uh, supporters of ours on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/tms. If you do that, you get many benefits. There are many great benefits you can get. 
if you sign up at patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. And I think that's it. Brian, what would you like to do for music at the end of the show here today? I would like to play a song. Uh, this one is going out to... Why is this not showing up? Thank you very much. Going out to Vicky Perry. Said, hey, Scotch and Bourbon. I know I'm uh, early for this. She sent it uh, back in April, this request for specifically for this week. I know I'm super early for this, but hopefully you can file this for October. I'd like to celebrate. Today, I'd like to celebrate my best friend and husband, Rob, who turns, turns 40. Happy birthday to you. As soon as, I hear, as soon as I hear birthday, I have to play it. It's just That's fine. It's, I should just pause. It should be my... <laughs> I think, oh, do you have one for this? We also celebrate our 13th wedding anniversary on the 24th. Uh, Very. That's all I had handy. Enough. Side note, my birthday's on the 26th. Oh. <laughs> so we usually have a week of celebrating each year. I'd like to request a cover of Bonnie Tyler's Holding Out for a Hero. Uh, <laughs> that was Bonnie Tyler, by the way. That's what happens when you put a quarter into Bonnie Tyler. Um, she says, Rob, wishing you the absolute best and to many more years of growing nerdier together. Lots of love, signed Vicky. Uh, Vicky's up in uh, Cornwall, Ontario, Canada. Nice. I didn't well, know they had a Cornwall up there. That's cool. There's a Cornwall up there. So happy birthday to both of you. Happy anniversary to uh, to the two of you as well. And uh, yeah, why not? Holding out for a hero. I've got lots of versions I haven't played on the show before, and I'm really surprised that I haven't played this version. Uh, it's cool. It is by a band called Amazing Transparent Man, covering the song by Bonnie Tyler. Here is Holding Out for a Hero. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Where there's someone, someone watching me
Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You're seeing things, bitch. Oh. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.